So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Read and Entertainment Podcast, episode 183 for February 3rd, 2019. My name is Nate the Rain Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McVeigh. Hey, it's me for the first time today. Definitely oh, the, not the second time. Definitely. You know, it's... So, I'll, I'll tell the viewers. First off, next week and the week after, so the... What was it? The 10th and the 17th of February, I won't be here. Aroa will be manning the podcast because we are still doing a weekly podcast even without me here and but we'll tell you what happened uh we were going through this earlier and thankfully it was right at the beginning of the podcast my internet died so i was just in the middle of talking and just everything went down and so it's really good that wasn't like 25 minutes in because we would not re-record it we would just post the 25 minutes and that would be it i mean we've done that before haven't we uh, we did one where when oh, we the audio stopped. Yeah, we were still using Skype, and the way that it was recording, I was recording it was awful, and so you died. Like the the Skype thing, like something happened where you died, and then came back, but it didn't relaunch recording your audio. So it's just me replying to what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and that was about halfway through. And we had a couple of those mess-ups like at the beginning of the podcast, but but we've got a good system now. Anyway, I was going to ask you, before I was rudely interrupted, uh, what 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 games have you played this week and where can we find you? All right, so uh, earlier and throughout this week, I've been playing Steep, which is uh, Ubisoft's extreme winter sports game right 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 i've gotten emails about that because uh to read at readentertainment.com what were they wanted you to promote it or what uh yeah so they send me all the um like the updates of new games and stuff to put on the site oh that's yeah cool. yeah ubisoft um, does that. but yeah it's uh it was it's it was free on playstation plus i think it still is for right now Oh, right. uh, while the January games are still available. I yeah. think that ends on like the fifth, but anyway. Uh yeah. It's um it's weirdly like cathartic. Just kind of relaxing in a way. Like you can make it exciting if you like give a shit. But I just really enjoy kind of just sailing down the, the side of the mountain and oh, crashing. That's and fun. that's fun. They have um yeah. they have Ring of Elysium. Have you ever played that? No. It's it's a battle royale game. It's free. And it's like it, it's kind of weird because not only are you doing the, you know, trying to murder people, but you also get like three different type of classes and one of them is a snowboarder. So you can hop on a snowboard and like scale a mountain and stuff and then like get behind somebody and shoot them in the face. Well, it's that pretty, sounds pretty neat. Yeah, it's actually it's not bad. It's uh it's a pretty decent pretty decent game. And Have I, you played I anything appreci- else? Well, I was going to say about Steep. I appreciate that while it has some really like goofy 
dialogue like there are only i think four maybe maybe five characters you can choose from there's no like customizability of the actual character themselves oh yeah um but they they all have like really cringy like the winter extreme sports equivalent of skater bro dialogue uh but it seems like the game is doing it all very tongue in cheek like, oh okay because one of the missions i did uh was it, you're basically just following a guy down the side of the mountain and there's an invisible film crew that's like shooting you through it uh oh, okay. but there was voiceover where it was supposed to be the mountain talking about it being an old cursed mountain that wait, wait, uh, the used mountain? to be wait, home. Wait, 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 wait. The mountain was talking? Yes, it was like, I am the cursed mountain. Blah, blah, blah. I used <laughs> to be home to many extreme winter sports, but now my homes lay vacant and dusty. Like, it was really goofy. Yeah. And, like, there was a there was a radio broadcast at one point where it was supposed to be a guy who was being attacked by sentient snowmen. Oh, and, what? And, like yeah, Olaf he, he from, was, from uh, well, he was, Frozen? He was like, the, the snowmen out here, there's something wrong with them, man. Oh, they're coming after me. They're coming after Jonesy. And then another voice came on there and went, we're coming for you, Jonesy. How do they know Jonesy's name, man? <laughs> like, wow. It was, it was so unexpected. <laughs> That sounds weird. How much is... Oh, yeah, you got it for free. Yeah, I think it's normally not that much because it's the classic Ubisoft games as a service idea. Yeah, so, where you buy stuff inside the game. Yeah, like there's there are steep tokens, basically, and you can buy uh, a bunch of outfits and stuff. It's not that big a deal. There's also a season pass, which is only 10 bucks right now, and I, I bought it because I thought it was pretty worth it. You get... Uh, you get three extreme sports, uh, one of which is sledding. And I don't know if people actually sled in extreme sports, but it's pretty fun in in steep because, like, I don't know. It, it's a very different way of playing it compared to anything else that's in there. They they do a really good job of, of breaking stuff up like that. But Sledding yeah. usually is pretty fun, to be fair. That's true. I, I enjoy sledding. And yeah, it's I'm kind of upset. It hasn't snowed at all this year in Oregon, which is good and bad. That's but, weird. Yeah, it is weird. Honestly, it should have snowed like four feet by now, but it's some I don't know. It feels like it's getting slightly warmer, but like almost like there's some kind of climate change thing going on. No, I don't. That's a hoax. It's a hoax because remember, I mean, it's cold. It's cold it was, in Chicago right now. So it was means... negative five uh, on Wednesday here. A couple. So it would have been like five or six years ago now. Uh, I had to go to work, and it was negative twenty outside. <laughs> and the yeah. they kept it open. They kept work open. That's... It was we were driving to work, and my friend's heater in her car just could not heat up enough to keep us warm. So we're just shivering as oh we're God. driving to work at negative twenty degree. It was awful. It was just awful. Anyway, did you play anything else other than Steep? Um, Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, me too. How how far yeah. have you gotten in, in it? I so um I just finished uh Tangled. I just did that too. So so we're at the same spot. 
and you haven't played Toy Story Land? No, I did Toy Story Land. Okay, so I haven't done Toy Story Land. I only finished Tangled. Oh, okay. See, I did Toy Story, then Tangled, because I asked my stream what they wanted me to do first. I um, did Tangled on accident. Oh. <laughs> I was flying towards what I thought was the waypoint I had set for Toy Story Land, but it was actually the waypoint that the game had given me to fly to Tangled World. Oh, okay. So I did... I've been playing through that all week, too, and it's about, it's really good. Honestly, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is really good because each world seems to be about three hours long, and I stream for about three hours every night. So it's like perfect timing. Uh, but I did Toy Story. I did uh, Corona, I think is that the... Yeah, yeah, it's it the Kingdom of Corona. Yeah, they, they really like Corona. Um <laughs> And the alcohol ads okay. are really, really jarring in that world. I think uh, Tangled was really good. Tangled was a really good. Um, I got, like, I got I like copyright claimed. Really? On that? On yeah. Twitch? I, so on YouTube. Oh, okay. Because I've been multi-streaming, and yeah, Disney copyright claimed the, uh, one of the Tangled cutscenes because it looked exactly like the movie. I guess. So, so did you see the Snapchat from Tyler? Uh, the one in, in Toy Story World? No, the one in, um, in, uh, Frozen. No. They just do the, the let it go scene. They, they don't change anything. Yeah, they don't change anything. I knew about that. And it, like, it looks fucking amazing from what I've heard. Oh, it does. Because, like, like, that, that's something that, like, it blows my shit on the Pixar ones, just how good it fucking looks even when it's in engine yeah the um the not pixar ones like like tangled looked really good and toy story looked amazing uh but hercules looked off Just, yeah it looked very much and then did you notice phil has zero lines in that so i've noticed that like it seems like everyone who's played by a big name celebrity has no lines yeah like well no because because in toy story land you know woody has uh, yeah yeah Wo woody, woody and, and buzz. buzz but like are they really a-list celebrities anymore uh they used to well tom hanks is tom hanks definitely is i guess yeah tom hanks i guess is but yeah. tom hanks is probably not somebody who's going to like want a ton of money to play that character again yeah he didn't so they had voice likes you could tell that it wasn't them though like sometimes they sounded really good and then other times you're like oh no that doesn't sound any anything like him but like okay in the toys or in in um in olympus i i noticed it was really weird because phil would just sit there and just look and like grimace yeah, and then he, turn he, away he looked like he had like autism or something where he yeah. wasn't able he wasn't actually able to speak it was just it was weird because I, I noticed that at first with Phil, and then uh, when the Ratatouille guy, Rat, shows up, I was like, he's not going to have any lines, is he? See, I didn't, didn't. So I've never seen Ratatouille. Oh, but that makes okay. sense. I was just like, oh, yeah. it's a rat. He must just not have any lines. Because no, he's a he's, rat. Um, he, so I figured that maybe if they, if anyone, like, PR wise was going to explain that it would just be because in the, in the movie the only one who can understand him is the chef. 
Oh, uh, okay. Otherwise, nobody else can understand what he's he's saying, so he just gestures at them. But uh, like he he definitely can talk. I just think it's because he's voiced by an A-list celebrity. D- that Danny I can't Devito. The name of. Danny Devito. No, that's Phil. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I was thinking that we would be amazing if Ratatouille was voiced by Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny DeVito does all of the voices for every character. Him and We're Gilbert... gonna cook us up some real good food. <laughs> Him and Gilbert Godfrey. That's it. Um, it, it I love Gilbert yeah, Godfrey. It, and like, um, I don't know about the 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 uh, the Tangled characters because I didn't see Tangled. I don't know if they were sound alikes or not. I don't know. I, so uh, I was saying during the stream, I've seen that one, that movie one time, uh, and I didn't even know about that movie being out. But there was a girl that I went on a date with, and she's like, "Let's go watch Tangled." And I was like, "Well, I want to get laid," so <laughs> I went. And also, I didn't get laid, so that sucked. Well, that's just the worst of both worlds because that that entire thing just seemed really not interesting at all. I mean, from like a. a technical standpoint it's a you know it's well made but yeah it was really impressive but the story itself was oh my god bland oh yeah it's it's not great basically the storyline is uh they they obviously changed the original rapunzel storyline but the the witch keeps her around because her hair has healing powers uh and so that's why she has such long hair so the so the witch can stay young and she just she just kind of discovers that that's why she's there out of nowhere she just has an epiphany and goes wait a minute my hair has healing powers and she's not my real mom and it's like okay sure like and and then like she just randomly starts calling flynn eugene in the in the game so I, I I was able to accept that because there there was that whole montage of them like hanging out together and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Eugene is his real name and they just they said that off screen or something. Fine. And that's and that's what they did. And... But but what annoyed me in terms of continuity was the satchel. Yeah. The, that that annoyed me. The satchel me too. was in the tower and her mom finds the satchel and then and, later and the tiara. Yeah, and the tiara, but then later Rapunzel's Rapunzel's in the boat with Flynn, and she has the satchel. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, <laughs> "Hmm, that's a like, little off." I wonder if that's in the movie because if it is, wow, what a fucking oversight! I don't really remember much about the movie. Again, trying to get laid. Um, yeah, but she was a nice girl. Um. We don't talk anymore. Anyway, I am, um, I'm liking the game, but like, so I don't know who plays Sora, but his voice acting sucks. It's the same. It's the same guy. Oh, from all the other games. Yep. But uh, they should have got somebody else because his voice acting is awful. It's not it great. Is, is I 100 really percent agree. Most of the voice acting is very hit or miss. It really like, is. Like the the Toy it, Story one, you can tell it's really hit or miss too. At uh, least it just seems like the direction was off, and yeah. they didn't redo all the Japanese mouth flaps. I noticed. No, no they didn't. Uh, be, like especially there's there's one scene in Hercules World where Hercules very obviously has the Japanese mouth movements 
still, mm -hmm. and it just looks bad. <laughs> it's kind of incredible that this game's been in development for so long, and there are a lot of really weird little things here and there that like well, really and, make it stand out. And going back to the graphics, like Tangled looked great, and Toy Story looked great, and I'm sure I've seen little clips of Frozen, and that looks really, really good too. But like Olympus was just the way that Hercules is designed is awful. Hercules he, Hercules looks like a plastic toy. He really turned does. Turned in 3D. Yeah. And then like Meg Megra didn't look too bad, but Hercules and like his hair doesn't they made look right. Meg's Everything looks bigger. Better. Did they? They definitely did oh, compared okay. to the PS2 one. Oh, I was I was probably compared to the movie too. I don't think she had like any boobage in the movie. She had like actual cleavage in this one, and I thought it was it was kind of distracting, just well, because like this is supposed to be a Disney thing, so and here's they like the thing. made her ridiculous. Here's the thing. I I'll, I know I'll... that she's supposed to be exaggerated, but still. I was gonna say, here's the thing: Hercules is a god. I'm sure he has the money to pay for some plastic surgery. Oh, that's he, what it is. He went and she went in for some kidney treatment and came out with new boobs. And that, that, you know, speaking of him being a god, that, there's a line where, where they're like, wait a minute, Hercules, Hercules is a god? And it's like, it, yes, yes, yeah. he's been in every game so far. How, really? There's really, like guys? 12 games. <laughs> there's 12 games in the whole series, even though this is Kingdom but, Hearts 3. Like does this does this universe not have Greek mythology? Because like, come on now. Yeah. Well, maybe they just skipped that. They were like, no, we won't let you teach our kid those Greek <laughs> mythologies because we want them to learn good Christian values, and that's that's what happened. Anyway, obviously. Uh, I also played some Overwatch. I'm, I was very proud of myself. I played some Overwatch today. And uh, I, I hooked somebody and killed him, and he the the guy had just ulted. He was a Genji, and he ulted, and I hooked him and then killed him. And he's like, "Well, screw you, Roadhog." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I always get, I always he's like, "That was really good." I didn't expect to get hooked like that. I'm like, "Okay, good." He wasn't mad. Uh, and, and um, uh, hold up, because two, two things. I know we I know we talked about Kingdom Hearts a lot, but I did want to also mention I played the demo slash beta for uh what the hell's it called? The fucking Destiny from from Anthem, Bioware. Anthem. Anthem. Play the Anthem beta demo. It was bad. I know. I it know. runs like horse dick. And like somebody in my chat was like, Barbara, your computer's not good enough. And I was like, no. No, my computer's good enough. You have a yeah. like you have a twenty a twenty six hundred K. I have a, a ten eighty. I have a twenty six hundred K and a ten eighty. Yeah, that should be like, fine. And sixteen yeah. gigs of RAM, thirty two gigs, sixteen. Sixteen. So okay. like my CPU was was partially the problem at first because there was other shit eating my CPUs. So I cut that shit out. Yeah. And then like I was sitting at ninety percent CPU usage, so it was not my CPU being the bottleneck anymore. The hub world on medium settings was running at less than 30 frames per second. This is the hub world where nothing's happening. Wow. And now, then playing the actual game, 
it managed to stay around 40 45 so they 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 must like really up the shit for the hub world because they figure that nothing important is happening anyway yeah but even while playing the game it was struggling to stay around 30 fps and this was still on medium settings so i have to say like the only thing i can think of that you need that you should upgrade is your processor because your processor is is old it's long due I, i know it is but to be fair, it's still a four-core, eight-thread processor at three point five gigahertz. Yeah. So like it, it should not be having that much trouble with with a game, even running running on medium settings. Now, maybe I could have lowered the resolution, but I've heard yeah. from other people that even running at like seven twenty p, it's making their high-end systems chug because yeah. the it, the game just doesn't run very well. Now, were you using NVENC? To stream? Yes. Okay, so that wasn't going to... The OBS wasn't going to be taxing your CPU at that point. Nope. So... Like, there, there was... There, there shouldn't have been anything. And, like, even barring that, though, even if the game had run well, the game itself just isn't fun. Yeah. I don't know why people are, are going on about how, like, eh, well, you know what? The game's actually kind of fun. It's not. It really isn't. I played it... it. The, I played the in shooting beta or uh, the shooting alpha. is just dull. Yeah, like it it doesn't have the it doesn't have weight to pers- it. Yeah, the like the bullets just feel like they're bouncing off of everything, and th- so there's no impact to it. And even from like an, a a straight up shooter technical standpoint, I can't like. I can't headshot things Well, and because that's, the guns and that's, feel so imprecise. And that's part of my problem with that game. I played it in the alpha, so it might have changed a little bit, but I had some issues with it. And then I played, like, Destiny, same thing. Like, my, my bullets just don't feel like they're doing what they should be doing. Destiny I had less trouble with in, in that way because the enemies would at least react to me shooting them. Yeah. And... And more importantly, when I'd shoot something in the head, it would give me some indication that, yep, you definitely shot that guy in the head. And like the the regular enemies only take a couple of shots to take down. Right. Whereas even the even the regular enemies in Anthem, they they act like elites in Destiny, and the elites in Anthem are like fucking mini bosses. Right. And right. that's that's another big problem is that the the way that the game scales. It just fucking throws elite after elite at you whenever you're trying to fight an actual boss that has four fucking elite health bars. Like, it's just frustrating when you're running around, even with three other players, because I thought the game scaled difficulty with how many people were playing with you. It doesn't, or at least it didn't whenever I was playing. So even uh, with other know. people there to help me, it didn't fucking help that much because... It, there's just too many big guys coming at you at once and you have limited ammunition. Your fucking suit overheats way too fucking quickly with, with in terms of the flying, like nothing about it felt good to me. Yeah. Not to I, mention the flying controls are atrocious with the mouse they, and keyboard. They are not very good. Now I played the, the alpha and I couldn't really talk about it because of NDA, but I think it's since it's in beta, that's fine. I can talk about it now. I'm probably going to get sued, aren't I? Anyway, so I played it in the alpha, and my experience was I did the first mission, and I broke the first mission. 
So <laughs> I you're, you're supposed to go from one checkpoint to another checkpoint, and I did that. And then enemies are supposed to spawn, you kill the kill the enemies and blah, blah, blah. Well, the enemies didn't spawn. So I show up to this place, and I tried to do the thing and won't let me do the thing because the enemies didn't spawn. And so I just flew around for like 10 minutes, and then I had to restart the mission. And then I completed it. I completed the mission, went to the hub world, and tried to find another mission to do. And I was unable to find another mission. I was unable to get a group of people so I could do the next mission, and I quit. So, and I, like, I but that was alpha. I get that. Yeah. We can't fault the game too awful much whenever it comes to that stuff because, of course, the game's going to be buggy. It's in beta. Of course, it's also going to come out in, like, two weeks, so that's kind of a problem. Yeah. But, like, I should have gotten stuck healing somebody after they had already respawned, the, but I did. The, the one thing I don't like about games like like Anthem or other games that come out that are new that you're having a problem with where you're you have a it's a decent mid-range system now you have a good graphics card but your CPU is your bottleneck um but so you have a decent computer but they have poor optimization in Anthem so it runs like crap even on and I on, hate, on decent I hate hardware the the like gamer terminology of optimization because no one really knows what that means but in this circumstance that's obviously what it is it, yeah it is really, they, they they really need to optimize it so they, that it'll they run need, on better or lower end pcs yeah they need to figure out how to reduce the number of dynamic lights that they use maybe they have too many like high poly objects in the like in the the hub area or something like that one thing like, I don't need... know what they, they're doing wrong, but they need to stop. So one of my my favorite games in the last few years has been it's actually an Activision game. It's Overwatch. I talked about it earlier, and Overwatch can run on a potato. Like take a yeah. potato and put a hard drive into it, you're good, because it is so well optimized that it'll run on just about anything. And I don't know why more games don't aim to do that because like overwatch is not a bad looking game well but it is it is relatively simple comparatively it is it is relatively simple in the world like the maps aren't as big but you look at games like like anthem or one of my favorite examples is final fantasy 14 not a realm reborn the the original final fantasy 14 when that came out the hub, like the the towns you would be in, would run awfully because they had zero optimization. And what I mean by that is, I actually have an example. The potted plants had the same number of polygons as a character <laughs> model. Yeah, like that so, kind of shit is where it gets stupid. So I don't know what they were thinking about that, but. Uh, it wasn't going to run very well, and it didn't run very well. Anyway, you never told us where we can find you. I'm on Twitter at Aroa. Uh, I'm on YouTube at Aroa1337. And I'm on YouTube. World you did YouTube. You're on Twitch? I said YouTube twice, didn't I? Twitch, yes. Aroa1337. <laughs> Sorry. And, and you're playing and, a game. Uh, I hear you, you clicking a clap. I am, I am playing a game. Um, you're a bad person. 
I'm a bad person. Uh, I got Mixer. That's Aroa. I'm trying to did stream on get, like everything all at once. Did now. you get that fixed? Yeah. Uh, turns out it was on Mixer's end. I figured because Mixer was being weird. They were having lots of problems. So yeah, they have a status page. I don't know yeah. if you knew about this. I know, but yeah, yeah. I used the Mix It Up bot, which is um, like a chat thing. And they, they have a little warning icon sometimes when there's, like, chat issues or thing, and it'll link to your um, – it'll link to your status page. So it'll tell you what's going on. Anyway, I – oh, no. My uh, my uh, synergy has died. But anyway, you can find Nathan Reed and Spruce. I'm reading everywhere. I only stream on Mixer. I don't do Twitter or uh, Twitch or, or YouTube, but I stream on you know, Mixer. You don't live stream on Twitter? I don't live. Uh, don't they have like a video option? They do. They own Periscope. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't do that. I should. I should do that. It'll be like, it'll be like me streaming, except for it'll just be my face because it'll be coming from my phone. And it'll be <laughs> awful. No. I, you can find me on Twitter at Reeton. You can find me on Mixer at Reeton. You can find me on YouTube. Sometimes I post things on there. Haven't really lately. Uh, Reeton or Reeton Entertainment. My website is ReetonEntertainment.com. And of course, this podcast is the Reeton Podcast. You can find us everywhere, uh, including Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, pretty much everywhere you can find the Reeton Podcast. Next week, of course, it'll be the Aroa Entertainment Podcast for two weeks. Uh, yeah, that's going to be it's going to be great. It'll be something I might I might try to show up, but it will be like, let's see what time it is in Japan right now. Time in Tokyo. It is seven. Actually, that's not bad. It's 745 a.m. I might I, I could actually make that. <laughs> uh, but I want to be able to record it because I'm not taking my computer. So I'd have to do it like from my phone or something. Yeah, that would go really well. It would. It would be great. Let's move on. Let's talk about some news stories. Uh, let's talk about Tesla. That's uh, that's one of our favorite companies, kind of. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, why not? The, the more... I love Elon Musk. The bigger that they get and the bigger that Elon Musk gets, the le- less I like Tesla. Uh, I still love their cars, and I would, I would really like one of them. So if anybody uh, who's listening to this has uh, $100,000 or so and wants to buy me a Tesla, uh, don't do that. Pay off my student loans. <laughs> so that's only $40,000. So it'd be great. So anyway, only only 40,000. So OSHA has slapped Tesla with a huge fine for uh their tent their their oh, model huge 3. Huge fine. Yeah, their model Astronomical, 3 really. It's huge, huge. Uh their model 3 production tent safety violation. So if you don't know anything about Tesla besides they make electric cars, what they were doing is they're trying to improve the output of how quickly they get their Model 3s out. Because one of the things that Tesla has run into is just getting the number of weekly cars that they make. And they want to get it up to about 7,000 a week. Is is that right, Aroa, 7,000 or so? Uh, I mean, it makes sense to me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so they want to get it up to like... Seven to ten thousand a week, so they can push. I know these that production out. has been like one of their main stickling or stickling points, sticking points, stickling. Yeah, stickling points. Perfect. So, 
what they have done is they put up these tents. And the tents are basically... They're not like what you would think of a tent, but they're like production buildings that they're putting up very quickly and trying to get these cars just pushed through as, as quickly as possible. And so apparently they had some safety violations, so OSHA is slapping them with a $29,365 fine. <laughs> and Elon Musk uh, reportedly just reached into his prison wallet and grabbed the money. <laughs> uh, but it says... Uh, if Tesla is forced to pay the penalty, it probably won't affect the bottom line too much. Uh, though Tesla might be struggling, $30,000 is likely a mere drop in the bucket. As such, its resistance to OSHA's fine is likely a matter of principle. So they're actually trying to fight against it. Oh, my God. What fucking bitches. Like yeah. it, says, it says here, Tesla. Uh, this is from TechSpot, by the way. Tesla responded to OSHA's concerns by saying that the organization's least or last safety inspection occurred while the tent was still under construction. Thus, working conditions were significantly more chaotic than they are now. So they're, they're trying to argue against OSHA's findings, and they're trying to make it so they don't have to pay the $30,000 fine. <laughs> Fucking assholes. I, I know, right? Like, te- Tesla... They're going to pay more in legal fees fighting this fine than they would just paying the fine. It, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, a $30,000 fine, that's... It's funny be, that they gave them a $30,000 fine because it would be hilarious if they're like, well, you either pay the fine or give me one of your cars. <laughs> give me a Tesla. <laughs> that's what I that would, would do. Be, that would be so par for the course with this fucking administration, though, wouldn't it? It would be, yeah, like the like, un- unprecedented fine alternative. Uh, head of the of OSHA accepts vehicle in place of fine. <laughs> I would totally do. They did that once, um, and and the Supreme Court ruled it was not bribery. There was a representative somewhere. I, I forget who it was, but they like had their the the representative had like an oil company or something pay for his daughter's wedding and <laughs> and then he made laws that helped that company make more money oh and all right the supreme court was like no it's legal not bribery <laughs> well of course this is also the country where we have lobbying at a legal thing it's so stupid it's like don't even get me started. You got me started on it. So <laughs> if you notice, and, and one of the weird correlations I've seen now, of course correlation might does not equal causation, but in, inf- in this instance, I believe it does. Did you notice that since the 70s, uh, wages for the normal people have been stagnant while CEO wages have gone up like three to 400%, something like that? Well, we have to We have to reward the job creators. That's true. But here's the deal. In the 70s is also when we started allowing lobbying. Hmm. So for some reason, since we started allowing lobbying, we started allowing Citizens United, which which means that corporations can fund elections. Somehow since then, the rich have been being paid more while normal people's wages have been stagnant. Hmm. Weird, huh? Anyway. 
something interesting about that. Maybe I know. Maybe the American dream is dead. Yeah, it's the Canadian dream now, which is actually true because it's it's better to go to Canada and get jobs there than it is the United States. Let's move on to uh, Florida. <laughs> uh, Florida. <laughs> Florida, man. This is from Huffington Post. Florida man reportedly kills his parents and brother after sending $200,000 to European cam girl. Wait. Yes. This has nothing to do with video games. I just thought it was an f- interesting story. <laughs> um, $200,000. That's a lot of money. Okay, so a Florida man allegedly shot and killed his mother, father, and brother after wiring a Bulgarian cam girl $200,000 that he stole from them. So he didn't show up for work. And, or I'm sorry, his brother didn't show up for work, it looked like. Um, and then it goes, Cody, this, the guy's name is Cody Amato. His girlfriend told the police that there have been problems with the family uh, sent in the months leading up to the killings. According to the arrest report, she said her boyfriend had even told her that he believed his brother might kill him. Okay, so this is, Cody was the, the brother that got shot and killed. And Grant is the guy who did the murder. Uh, The report, I'm sorry, the report notes after the parents, Chad and Margaret Amato, found out Grant wired exorbitant sums of money to a woman on a Bulgarian adult website called Cam Girls, which is... What an original name. It is very, very original. They made him uh, check into a 60-day internet and sex addiction program. According to Click or uh, Click Orlando, the arrest report indicates that he had been in contact with the woman since June 2018 and had given her two hundred thousand dollars that he stole from his family. He checked into a rehab facility in Fort Lauderdale on December 22nd and checked out on January 4th. First off, if I have two hundred thousand dollars and somebody steals that money to give to a cam girl, I would not allow them to check into a sex addiction or internet and sex addiction program i would no i would allow them to check into my fist (laughs) multiple times like that's a lot of money as i said earlier that's a lot of money that could pay off my student loans really you should have stolen that money and given it to me that's what you should have done (laughs) um his parents found out that he was still in contact with her and kicked him out of their out of their home. Uh, how old he was twenty nine and still living with his parents. Well, you know. Yeah, it happens. Actually that that I can't really fault him for, but he was also stealing two hundred thousand dollars from them and going That's the fucked up part. Yeah, I'm gonna steal two hundred thousand dollars and what am I gonna do with that money? I'm not gonna move out of my parents' house. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I didn't even think about that for a second. Like, yeah, you have $200,000 to just wire to a fucking cam girl and you're not going to use it to like instead, I don't know, buy a house, invest, buy some, buy some stocks or something. Yeah. Uh, so the some next Tesla day, stocks. So after, so they were kicked out on the, he was kicked out on the 24th. 
And the next day, his, his parents were found dead. Execution-style wounds were found in them. So I'm presuming they were... Execution-style is when they're on their knees and you shoot them from behind, right? Uh, I mean, possibly. Or That's what I'm thinking. Or just maybe point-blank headshot. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking... That's I'm thinking not a very behind. tactful way of putting it. Execution-style, yeah. Uh, he was detained for questioning on Saturday. Was released the next. Why? Uh, was a and then he was so he was he was in there for questioning on Saturday. Was released on Sunday and was arrested on Monday. Uh, he later told authorities different stories, one of which involved a heated argument with his father on Thursday night about the cam girl, which makes sense. Uh, he said he saw police cars and a news van in the neighborhood, and instead of going home went to a local Panera Bread to check his phone to see if his parents came up in the news stories. Wow. Investigators <laughs> asked him why he didn't go to check on his family, to which he said, I just didn't want to know. According to the county sheriff's office, Amato is being held without bond, good, on three counts of first-degree murder, and a court appearance is on Monday. So tomorrow we'll figure out what's going on. But... Seriously, two hundred thousand dollars to a European European cam girl. I mean, and, and and here's another thing: if this girl finds out what happened, like she's just trying to get money from some lonely guy who's willing to give Seriously. her money. Like yeah. she, if she finds out that she's the reason why three people are dead, she is. I'm going to imagine she's going to feel bad, like. I don't know. I would feel pretty bad yeah. if three people died just so I could get money. Um, again, he should have sent us money at the Reet and Entertainment podcast. You can go to my uh, – you can PayPal me money at uh, <laughs> paypal.me forward slash Reeton. I will not get naked for you. So seriously though, our our friend – I almost said his name. Our friend would, would be very happy if he got wired $200,000. And then the the funniest thing is that he doesn't do his own taxes. His mom does his taxes. So he does he still refuse to get money out of there? Like he's made like a, a, I want to say mean, a th- over a thousand dollars now doing yeah. it. Yeah. And he when I was talking to him, but this was a few months ago, he said he didn't want to pull it out because if he pulled it out, then he would have to put it on his taxes. And his parents do his taxes, and he doesn't want to have to explain where he got this extra money from. Ah, uh, we have good friends. We have good friends. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, actual video games. And this is about uh, Epic Game Store. Some games are now costing cheaper on the Epic Game Store. So if you go to Steam, they're like $60. But if you go to Epic Game Store, because the creators of the games are getting more money, they're actually knocking it down to $50 on the Epic Game Store, which I think is a brilliant plan for um, Epic Games, for, for the Epic Game Store. Like, that's yeah, going to draw that's... more people into it. What what were you saying, Aroa? No, yeah, yeah. That's, so I mean, the, that's the, fair. The one game that's doing this is, I believe, Metro Last Light. So Exodus. it says, uh, 
Deep Silver will actually be making more money per sale from the Epic Games Store than it did from Steam. 88% of revenue uh, share Epic offers on $50 sale, $44. So they get $44 for a $50 game. Whereas Steam, if you sell it for $60, you get $42 because of the way the the prices work. So it's actually better to sell it for cheaper on the Epic Game Store. And I believe Metro Last Light was the first game to do this. And so I have two stories here. No, it's, it's, it's Metro Exodus. Oh, Metro Exodus Light. And no, just it's just Exodus. I, I know. I know. Okay. Just Exodus. Okay, fine. So You're triggering but, me. Okay, I'm getting but, really triggered right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. Uh, so Metro Exodus is being sold for cheaper on Epic Game Store. However, it's actually getting pulled from Steam. So if you pre-ordered the game on Steam, you can still get that game. But they're after that, they're selling it exclusively on the Epic Game Store. And Steam is, say, Valve, I apologize. It says, uh, Valve came out earlier today with a statement that you can find on the Metro Exodus store page, stating that the decision to pull the game from Steam was unfair to steam customers the game will of course be accessible to those that pre-order it on valve's platform come the 15th of february however it won't return for sale on steam until february of 2020 so a year from a year from now but here's my thing they they say i'll read the whole statement from valve it says notice sales of metro exodus have been discontinued on steam due to a publisher decision that made the game exclusive to another pc store Epic Game Store. The developer and publisher have assured us that all prior sales of the game on Steam will be fulfilled on Steam, and Steam owners will be able to access the game and any future updates or DLC through Steam. We think that the decision to remove the game is unfair to Steam customers, especially after a long pre-sale period. We apologize to Steam customers that were expecting it to be available for sale through the February 15th release date, but we were only recently informed of the decision and given limited time to let everyone know. Now, I understand that they're a bit butthurt because they did do marketing and stuff for this game. Yeah. Uh, but my to say it's unfair to have it not published on Steam is a little silly to me. Does that mean it's not fair for, let's say, Portal 2 to be sold only through Steam? I I think I think it's not unfair for them to make it an epic exclusive. Yeah, it's a what business I do decision. think what I do think is is unfair and kind of stupid is pulling it from Steam after it's already been for sale on Steam I understand for that. months. I, I I agree with that. Like I don't I don't think that they should have said, okay, we are going to pull it from Steam. Now they say that Epic Game Store revenue split. So on Steam, if let's say you have Unreal Engine 4, 65% of the money that you make, let's say you, you have a $100 game, $65 will go to you, $30 will go to Steam, and the other $5 will go to Unreal because they require a bit of the money. Uh, if you're on Steam and you sell like a Unity game, 
it's 70-30. So 70% of the game goes to you, uh, 30% goes to Steam. Now on Epic Games, they only take 12% of the revenue. So... And if uh, if your game uses the Unreal Engine, they pay for the licensing fee. Well, yeah, because... Or, well, it's, they just because, don't charge you for the licensing well, fee. Well, yeah, because Epic is the one who makes Unreal, right? Or is that... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So that's actually kind of funny because if you buy a UE4 game on Steam, Epic's getting money anyway. They're just getting smaller. They're only getting 5% of the money. But I... Uh, I don't know. I I I, I kind of like that they're they're kind of shaking things up, because thirty percent is quite high. I think it should be somewhere around twenty percent of the revenue. Uh, thirty percent is. I've always thought that was a little bit high for how much you get. You're just getting it pub like you're just getting it put on there, and Steam doesn't really have to do much of anything except for host the files. So yeah, more or less, and they're they're changing it. I think we did we did a story earlier this or uh, last year. We did a story where Steam is now giving you more of a percentage depending on how big your games are, which I don't like. I don't like. Oh, when... like in terms of sales, yeah, yeah. So like, if you have over a million sales or ten million dollars in sales or something, you get a higher revenue split than people who sell less of the game. Like Yeah, like which is exactly games. like the opposite of how I think a lot of indie devs would prefer it. Yeah, you would think. Like what why are you making the ones who are already struggling to make ends meet on your platform pay even more than the people than, than, yeah. uh, than what successful people have to pay. Well it's the same thing that I have a problem with with both Twitch and Mixer and pretty much any monetized streaming platform is that they come out with new features. They came out with, on Mixer, they came out with uh, uh, Sparks. You're able to take your Sparks and use them to buy, like use them to actually make money. So if you get like 15,000, I'm sorry, 15 million Sparks, you could actually withdraw that and get actual money for it. But the only people who are allowed to do that are partners. And I was like, well, that's kind of BS. You should allow everyone to do something. So maybe instead of, well, you know, you can't get money and you have three options. So let's say you're a partner, you get three options. One option is you can pull out for money. The other options are you can either use it for Xbox Live credit or Windows Store credit. I think that would be ideal. And then if you're not a partner, you only have the Xbox Live credit or the uh, Windows Store credit. And that way, you could still say, hey, we're giving the people who aren't partners something. But then, yeah. okay, so they, they, they came out with those a few months ago that only benefit partners. And then recently, they came out with Embers, have you? Do you know what embers are? Um, they're like uh, they're bits. Yeah, they're bits. They're, That's what they're, it is. I, I knew it was the Twitch. Yeah, currency. You 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 buy the bits and then you're able to give them to partners, and that's it. You can't give it to anybody who's not a partner. So if there's somebody you like watching that's not a partner, then you they can't get the bits. 
So they came out with two things. Yeah, they came out with two things that only help partners. Yeah. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm, I'm pretty gonna sure. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, it, but I'm like 90% sure I, I'm right. Maybe you can only... Shut up. Um, what? Uh, I opened my mixer stream. Oh, yeah, you're right. Everything just costs sparks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So... And if you spend is... sparks on somebody who isn't a a partner then they just don't go anywhere or do they go to the person? I think, th- I think that you're still able, like if you, s- so they, they you, came you out with, you receive the sparks. Yeah. But... I, I'm, I receive the spark. Like if somebody uses on mine, I receive the sparks, but I can't do anything with them. Okay. So, I mean, I under, like some people I understand are like, Oh, well, you know, that's just to help the partners get more money. I'm like, that's cool. But it's, I hate the idea that, it's only helping these people. And they're like, well, partners drive people to the platform. And I was like, well, yes, but how are you going to keep people if you keep screwing over people who aren't partners? Yeah. So, and it, it seems like an effort to like bring maybe people on Twitch who are stuck between the affiliate and partner level to maybe bring their audience over to the mixer side. Because yeah. the, the requirements for being a partner on Mixer are uh Quite I a think bit lower. they're they're lower. Yeah, they, than are. they are so on Twitch. So the the tentative requirements is they that you have two thousand followers. And that's really the only requirement. And then after that they evaluate on a per person basis. So after you get two thousand followers, you can apply to be a partner. Um, and you have to, of course, meet, like, you have to stream, like, a couple times a week and do it for so many hours and stuff, like, normal partner stuff. But um, it's quite a bit lower to become a partner on Mixer, but it's also a lot less people are on Mixer. So it's, I don't know, for, it's, it's really hard for me to become a partner because I'm a single white male. <laughs> and so, well, and, and, I, and what I mean by that is I'm one in a million. Like, I am exactly the same. If somebody comes into my stream, they're going to see just a white guy behind a camera playing video games. And so if I have a friend, I'm not going to name her name, but she's a very, she's a quite attractive girl. And she's very entertaining, very fun her growth is exponentially more than I was. She's only been a, on Mixer for like a year and she has like 1500 followers. Well, yeah. And that, that, that's something I haven't explained to Katie whenever she started streaming a while ago mm-hmm. and she immediately became more popular than me is that, yeah, you're a girl. It's, and, it's and just going to happen. And I hate, I hate that idea. Like it sounds sexist, but it's yeah, not. But I, I'm not saying like, it's because, it's not like they're it's not like a girl's going to get preferential treatment on the platform no not from like the platform itself it's just that there are a lot of dudes a lot of lonely nerd dudes yeah who are going to be bent on the idea of a uh, girl girl play game <laughs> and that's just how it goes yeah and and i tried to explain this to my friend uh 
who she like we were about the same like she ended up she ended up having like a hundred more followers than me and then she just stopped streaming. But she was she got those like six hundred followers. This was when I was on on Twitch. So I had like five hundred followers on Twitch. And this girl, very cute. Um, she was playing uh I think it was Battlefield Four when it came out. And she immediately went from like a hundred followers to like six hundred followers in the matter of like a month and a half. And I I tried to explain it to her and I'm like, it's I'm sorry. It's it's partially because you're a girl. And <laughs> yeah. and she's like, Well, no, I think it's it's because I'm playing Battlefield. And I was like, No. Like no. 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 That's you wanna, pressure. You're you wanna talk about one reason one reason why you're not going to get a bunch of followers is because you're playing one of the biggest games out there at the moment. Like, yeah. That's so, not going to help at all. Oh man. We we really went off the rails on this, but I I I I have to say it's because of the uh, I hate how, I hate how, I hate sounding sexist because it does sound like, "Oh, you're a girl, that's why you're getting it." Like but yeah, but it's it's really just because our particular demographic is a bunch of fucking losers. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, let's move on. We're going to talk about charter and uh, why net neutrality should be put back into place. So charter is in. So so I'm looking at at this thing from Ars Technica it says a quote from charter says we currently expect capital expenditure excluding cap uh, capital expenditures related to mobile to be approximately seven billion in 2019 versus 8.9 billion in 2018. Now this might sound really boring and it is. But basically what they're saying is that in 2018 they spent almost 9 billion dollars in expanding their network. And this year they are spending about 2 billion dollars less than they did last year. Now forgive me if I'm wrong. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't net neutrality get repealed last year, or was that 2017? Uh, no, I think I think that was last year. Okay, and wasn't one of the reasons why they wanted to repeal net neutrality? Wasn't it because they wanted to have Charter and Cox and Time Warner? They wanted these guys to have more money. So that they could expand their network, they could spend more money on their network. Yeah, uh, for you know competition. Okay, um, so so this whole story here is that uh, they were they were lying, right? That, that's that's pretty much what they're saying. They're lying, basically. Okay, uh, Which, and also wow, what, a, what a surprise! I know. Now now there, it goes into it. And it's not that big of a deal, honestly. Um, but they are making their their customers pay more. No, Shanine, yeah. I don't want to talk to you. Stop calling me while I'm doing a podcast. What um, the fuck? My sister tried calling me. Um, Your sister's name's Shanine? Yeah, her name's Shanine. Yeah. Huh. All right. You didn't know my sister? I never told you my sister's name. Hey, uh, what day not. do we fly back and what time do we land? Okay. Uh, I'll talk to her later. Anyway, so as I was saying, they're, they're spending $2 billion less on expenditures. They're actually making their customers pay an average of 
1% more, 0.9%, but let's round up, 0.1% more from the previous year. So prices are going up, and um, so prices are going up, but the uh, the expenditures that they're spending are going down. Are wages going up? They have, theoretically, they have $2 billion that they could put towards wages. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh so anyway, uh, if you're listening to this and you you you're not against uh, net neutrality getting repealed, you're dumb. Net neutrality should be a thing that everyone understands, and everyone should be for. So hopefully they're uh, they're they're trying to fight it in court. I think they're trying to get it re reinstated. Yeah, I believe. What's uh What's also kind of important about this is that. Uh, well, for one, I wondered why my bill went up. Oh, yeah? And I, I thought maybe it was the end of a promotional period. I guess not. So oh. that's kind of annoying. What happened? My, my bill went up from uh, $55 to $65. Well, that's more than 1%. So wondered what the hell was up with that. Um, and also... What's up with that? I can now get... Uh, I can get AT&T fiber here. Yeah, right, right, right. You said that. And while I don't like AT&T as a company. No, no, they're awful. They're, they're the worst. Charter slash Spectrum, much better. Right, right. And, so and so the what's the fiber? What's the speeds? It's gigabit symmetrical. Do it. I'm seriously <laughs> considering it. Especially it's probably like, like 140 a month, isn't it? Uh, I think it's 100. I, I would do it. I would do that immediately. Uh, the, the only catch is that uh, you have a terabyte soft cap. Um, and then, and then they throttle to, your data. They don't throttle you. Uh, you have to pay another $10 for, I think, another 50 gigabytes or something like that. Um, but the yeah. max... They, like the max that they they'll charge you is something like one forty or something like that. Yeah, like and then beyond that, it's unlimited. They do that for for mine, I believe. Is that like they? It's ten dollars for each ten gigabits or or fifty gig. No, it's fifty fifty gigs. So they charge you ten dollars more for every fifty gigs you go over the terabyte, and then after that, they don't charge you anymore. So yeah. That's, so I mean that's not so bad. That's uh I would do it. Like I would I would cry, the, I would be very upset, but I would do it. For the speed difference alone. Yeah. Like... Well, in the like you're streaming, you could immediately make your stream just look amazing. Not not only would my stream be able to look amazing, but I I wouldn't need a restream service. I could just stream on on all the different services and have that's plenty true. of bandwidth. That's true, yeah. <laughs> like Mixer, so Mixer's a little different because so I believe that YouTube and Twitch, Twitch might have changed it, but it was at thirty five hundred was the the cap, wasn't it? Uh, I think Twitch has increased that to some degree. Mixer's limit is seven thousand. Uh, Mixer was ten. It, whenever I whenever I was looking at the docs, because oh, okay. whenever things were fucking up, I thought that maybe it was something I was doing wrong. Oh. Um, they they say that anything above 7,000 won't really make a difference. 
Oh, okay. Because they had it at ten before. It was ten thousand before. They might have lowered okay. that a little bit. But ten thousand is like that's pretty rough. Like, it, yeah, you're not like <laughs> you're you, that. That's YouTube quality video at that point. And yeah, you really don't need that. No. So anyway, um, Spectrum sucks. Uh, all telecom sucks because they are uh, they're greedy bastards. If you have the option to use like a local internet provider that is separate from AT&T or something they like run their own fiber or something, do that. Um if as long as they're pretty good like there's one in town that I was um I was looking at but I think their their highest download is like 40 megs a second and I was just like I can't like if you didn't <laughs> suck I would totally, yeah, I would totally go. <laughs> like, it's good enough if if I just wanted to watch YouTube, Netflix, and play games, it would be enough. But I do a podcast. I yeah. If, stream, if you were, like, if you were a typical person, yeah, then that would be good enough. But any any extra needs, or right. if you God forbid wanted to like I don't know do anything in terms of content creation, like that's just it's just not worth it. Like. I really wish I had a gig up. That would be great, but I'm I'm looking. I'm I'm really excited to get the 20 megs up. That's what I'm really excited for. Anyway, let's move on to our last story. This is one that you came up with, so you talk about it. Uh all right. So Nvidia uh their their earnings report or whatever. They they're basically saying, "Well, we're not uh, projections, I think." Uh, we're not we're not gonna make as much money as we thought we were with the whole uh twenty series, uh, and it's it's not our fault, okay? It's not it's not our fault that that the RTX series uh, of of GPUs isn't selling well, and it's definitely not because we marketed it as basically a paradigm shift in the way that games work. And in reality, there are only like three games that support it, and it makes the game run like ass. It, it, no, no, nothing to do with that. It's China. Uh, China's <laughs> economy is uh, having problems, and uh, because of that, you know, what are we gonna do? Well, it's China. So, uh, so it's so it's not the fact that the twenty eighty Ti was twelve hundred dollars. No. No, not uh, nothing to do with that. It's not the fact um, that the that the twenty eighty, the RTX twenty eighty was eight hundred dollars. No, and it's not because no. the twenty seventy was five hundred to six hundred dollars, and ray tracing sucks. It has nothing to do with any of those things. Okay, the, it it doesn't have anything to do with RTX locking you down to ten eighty p. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with most of the time, uh, turning RTX on will also drop you down to like 60 FPS, Not nothing, nothing to do with any of that. Uh, okay. it doesn't have anything to do with it only being supported in like one battlefield. title, literally yeah, one battlefield. title right now. Oh, really? I, I thought that Shadow Tomb Raider had it or did they, have they not updated it with that? Yet? I, I don't think they've released it yet. I know that some people like the press has access to rtx builds but maybe they, they might they might it. they might have i just and then there's also dlss oh yeah um, dlss which is something that they failed to market in any real capacity and i don't even fully understand what the fuck it is or how it's useful i okay so what it's supposed to do 
It's a uh, deep something super sampling. Deep learning, deep learning or whatever. Deep learning super sampling. Yeah. And what it's supposed to do is it will take uh, the image that you're looking at and it will, instead of just like looking at it and using normal like AA or whatever, it is supposed to use AI to make it look better. Well, they like they they like have to run games through some machine learning algorithm yeah. that builds an AI profile for that game that somehow does the job of anti-aliasing or, yeah. or like improves anti-aliasing without any performance hit because now, now there's all, another all of that thing. has been calculated. Now there's another thing that does a similar thing. It's called Gigapixel. Have you seen this? No. So, uh, Gigapixel software. Let's see. Although it it does sound it sounds similar to it is something that's been that that's been in Steam for a little while, where uh, you can basically uh, you generate a shader cache, which yeah. is, some games do this anyway. You can you can pre-generate a shader cache, and then with Steam you can download other users shader cache in the case that your computer's too slow to do it. So, okay, what Gigapixel is is it's it's like that. It's like the the DLSS, okay? You put an image into this Gigapixel thing. Let's say it's a low quality image. Oh, and... does it does it use AI to like do the the CSI style enhance thing? Yes. And it 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 actually works pretty well from what i understand i want to test it out but it's a hundred dollars and so uh i may have to obtain it actually i think there's a free there's a free trial that you can use anyway i mean if 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 there's any anything that's proof that machine learning can do some really impressive thing with image processing it's the strides that google has made in that recently yeah did you see the final fantasy 7 PC version where they used Gigapixel to make it look better. I had seen articles on it, but I didn't read any of them. It, I mean, obviously it's not going to make it 4K and, and make the polygons look good, but it actually does make everything look quite a bit better. So uh, I want to say that that this is... The be- the best thing that they did was uh the the main problem with like remaking Final Fantasy 7 is that they were pushing out so many games at that point they literally lost the source files. Oh yeah. And so like all the backdrops that you see they lost all the high quality source files so they only have the shitty CD quality ones. Oof. And so every time it's been re-released, it just looks the same, just scale, like upscaled. Yeah, and that's so, literally all they're doing. And so what they did was they used this gigapixel software on those images to create high-quality images for Final Fantasy VII. Which is, for me, that's, that's amazing. And it would be great yeah. if they, it would be awesome if they actually used this, like, because Final Fantasy 7 VII and 8 both have the same problem. And so if they used a technology like this 
and then re-released it like on the PS4 or something like that just to say, you know, here it looks clearer, it looks better. It's not it's the same exact game, the same polygons, but it looks prettier on your machine. That would be amazing. They won't do it because Square Enix is stupid. But <laughs> like I we talked about it when they had the event, Square Enix had that event where um they're like, we're releasing Final Fantasy VII. Can you hear that drilling? No. Good. My microphone is great. Anyway, they're like, we're re-releasing Final Fantasy VII. We're, or they're like, Final Fantasy VII. PC version is coming to the PS4. <laughs> and you could tell, like, when the guy was giving that speech, you could tell he was like, he had this shit-eating grin, like, I know Wait that these people it. are going to be so pissed. <laughs> um, because and, and it was like two months later or three months later that they announced that they're remaking Final Fantasy VII. Anyway. Still waiting uh, on that. Yes. DLSS is actually uh, really cool. Uh, it's And I think it's only got one game that supports DL, DLSS right now. Do you know what game that is? Is it Battlefield Five again? No, it's Final Fantasy Fifteen. Oh, that's it. All right, that's the only one. Final Fantasy Fifteen and Battlefield Five. And did you check to see if if Shadow of the Tomb Raider was RTX? No. Oh, well, okay then. You think you think I'd do research? I was I was kind of hoping that you would. Yes, but I guess Let's see. I guess well, that I'll, was too much to ask. I'll, I'll duck, duck, go it. All okay. right. Um, so, as of August 2018, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is unable to maintain 60 FPS on an RTX 2080 Ti with uh, ray tracing on. So it, so it doesn't work? Uh, it didn't work as of August, and they're still working on figuring out how to make it work. So do you want to see the, the system requirements for Gigapixel? Um, it requires yeah. uh, Windows 7, 8, or 10. Okay. Uh, you have to have a display size of 800 by 600. Well, that's... I'm sure, sure I can manage that. Um, and that's really it. Like, there, there, there's some cards that aren't supported, but uh, let's see... System RAM, you need four gigs of RAM. You need for minimum, minimum. Uh, yeah. For graphics cards, you need either for minimum requirements. It's a four sixty, GTX four sixty, a Radeon HD fifty four fifty, or a HD graphics four thousand by Intel. And then for the mobile laptop AIO G- GPU, you need at least a six fifty M and R seven m three sixty two gigabyte or uh h d graphics four six four thousand by intel so you could you could run it on your uh potato machine that can't even run anthem as of um as of december there is still no r t x patch for shadow of the tomb raider as and of december it doesn't yeah it doesn't appear that there is any indication of when they're actually going to release that patch uh, that said, um, Rise of the Tomb Raider was supposed to get HDR support post-launch, and that never happened. Okay. Deus Ex Mankind Divided was also supposed to get HDR, 
that never happened. Um, so yeah, apparently, uh, apparently the, uh, cause I guess the developer behind both of those, uh, or it, the, it's the same developer behind all three games. Yeah. And they just don't know how to do any of this. It would seem. Okay. That's, but I, here's the thing I was told and I might've been told, I might've been lied to, but doesn't RTX just work? Of course. It just you just flip a switch and turn it on and it works. It just works. Okay, one last thing about graphics cards <laughs> before we leave. Uh I was really disappointed with the um the Radeon 7 with it being $700. Were were you a bit disappointed with that too? What do you, uh, I mean, like it gives you twenty eighty, it's probably twenty eighty performance RTX twenty eighty performance, but I was hoping yeah. it would be like five or six hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars is what I was hoping for. I don't know. It, uh, Apparently, what, what, what did they? What did they call it? The Radeon Seven. It's just called the Radeon Seven. Yeah. The problem with it, so it uses sixteen gigs of RAM. And the type of RAM that they're using apparently costs like $550 just for the RAM. And that's why it's $700, because they literally could not make that card for anything less than like $650. Now, I mean, if it, it, to be fair, if it is indeed uh, 2080-grade performance... yeah then that's not a bad deal. Like there are some 2080s that are available for 700 bucks. Um, but it's not a bad deal, but I feel that if they, like if I were in charge of that company, I don't know what I would do. Like I know my stock, my shareholders and stuff would get mad at me and stuff because I would do things that would be probably bad for business. But would I, Let's let's say that the card costs six hundred and fifty dollars to make. I would, I would be like, hmm, should I sell this for seven hundred dollars and make it even with the twenty eighty, or should I sell this for five hundred and fifty dollars, take a hundred dollar loss on every single card, but be able to go out and say. We have a graphics card that can pull out 2080 RTX 2080 performance, but for a hundred and fifty dollars cheaper. I guess the the real question would be whether or not you can afford to be a loss leader in that situation, while uh, maintaining some degree of profitability on the other on the, side of your of your market, yeah. like on the CPU side. And I think the CPU side would be strong enough that it would support that especially since this is just a stopgap card anyway it is uh, i'm i'm looking at benchmarks now uh at least stuff that that amd has released yeah and um it's not quite matching the 2080 it it's worse than the 20 in pretty quite much everything in... that they're showing but it yeah. it is it is definitely like a 20 to 30% increase in overall performance compared to Vega 64. Right. 
So if I, I would probably take the loss. Like right there's like the price that they're selling at is fair. The the price that they're selling at is they're pretty much not making a profit on these cards. But if you could come out and say, listen, we have these these cards, they can get almost twenty eighty performance, but for a hundred and fifty dollars cheaper. Yeah. They would sell so many of those things and have such goodwill that when they do come out with Navi, they would be able to sell so many more of the Navi cards. In my opinion, like this is just me being theoretical, but I don't know. Um, do, do you yeah, think, I think that, if, that would if be they good? could figure out if they could figure out some way to either either make make things meet or or otherwise you know maybe lose just a little bit yeah. and do something to get AMD cards in people's hands, then, then maybe that would be enough. Because the, 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 the problem... other problem though, is that NVIDIA does such a good job of getting you locked into their ecosystem. They do that. I, and I, I don't think AMD has anything quite to that level. Yeah. Uh, like they have, they have the whole free sync thing, but they don't have they don't have an a, a GeForce experience thing. They just no. don't. No, and that's what they really need. They need better streaming integration features, which yeah. they have a video encoder. Do they? But nobody, yeah, nobody wants to support it because like OBS doesn't, or at least they they don't support it. Last I knew, I don't think XSplit um, supports it either because I've never seen it. XSplit, I know for a fact, does not support it. Okay. Um, but I think they were planning on adding support to it for OBS way back in the uh, 1.0 stage, yeah. like before it was multi-platform. But yeah. I don't think that ever really came about because I don't know if it's just because of poor documentation or or what. But there is definitely a hardware video encoder decoder on the on the board. Uh, just nobody fucking uses it. I have and... no idea. That's weird because I thought I thought that they just didn't have one. No, they 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 definitely have one. Um, they they have some like I'm pretty sure they have a recording feature in their their little bundled app thing. Yeah, but it it sucks like really badly, and it like shadow the play. fucking computer. Yeah, I mean it yeah. is like. It, now, Shadowplay isn't actually that bad anymore. No, I was going to say, I was, what I was saying is it's similar to Shadowplay, not that it oh, sucks yeah. like Shadowplay. Yeah, it, it's very much like Shadowplay. It's just unlike Shadowplay, it's not very well designed. I don't think it has an overlay in the game or anything like that. I don't think it does streaming features. I think all it can do is just record stuff. And that's just not good enough for what you're trying to compete with. Right, right. But AMD's always had that problem. They've always had bad software. And yes. I think and maybe drivers. that's where they need to focus next. But yeah, software. Yeah. Like I'm waiting if, if they can if they can get good software engineers to write decent drivers for their cards and write a good companion application, I think AMD really, really has a big chance to maybe try to beat out NVIDIA if they can't compete in terms of like the the whole uh game what the hell is it the nvidia gameworks thing is oh, that yeah, what it yeah. is yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. they they'll never be able to compete in that but if they can at least compete in the 
the normal like content creator features and streaming features that everyone expects then maybe they'll be able to do that especially with nvidia having this giant misstep with rtx like this yeah, is the, their big opportunity yeah the the rtx thing is just bad and that's why i was thinking <laughs> if they could steal the market share but navi is coming out later this year so hopefully navi will because because the art the the Radeon 7 is just a stopgap, just saying, hey, we have a new CPU, buy it. It's not it's not what they, they, they're they aiming for. It's not the future of AMD. Right. And that's a, that's a quote from um, a Sega representative in the 90s before they went while the Saturn was out and the, before the Dreamcast was out. They're like, oh, yeah. The Saturn's not the future of of Sega, which uh, might have hurt sales of the Saturn. <laughs> Just a little bit. Well, you know, that's probably for the best, though, because the Saturn had some of the worst architecture I've ever read about. So, it No, no. The worst would be um, the Jaguar. Some of the worst. The Jaguar. I, okay, yeah, I can imagine the Jaguar being, being somehow worse. It was, uh, they had two... Two CPUs in it, Tom and Jerry. Mm. And like one of yeah, it was bad. It was it was very it was actually a pretty powerful system, same with the Saturn, but the way that they were designed and the way to design for them was uh crappy. And well, so why would you release a a game that's designed or a game console that's built to compete with 3D game consoles that doesn't have the ability to render 3D? Yeah, well, that's why in the Saturn, they put in the extra chip that did 3D in it. No, no, I'm saying the Saturn doesn't actually have the ability to render true 3D objects. Oh, I know. I was, it was funny. I was watching, I'm going to just, this is my last thing, and then we're ending it. I was sitting there, you, uh, what is it called? Uh, Digital, Digital Foundry? Yeah. They have, they have a YouTube channel, and they were talking about uh, a developer studio for the Saturn that made it they made a couple games and they're like oh it was started by this guy this guy this guy and this guy and I'm just sitting there like on my laptop just not really paying attention and I hear them name the names and I was like hey wait a minute I worked with one of those guys <laughs> which I just thought was like it blew my mind and I was like that's pretty awesome uh that's and then probably yesterday, a really weird feeling it, it is pretty awesome actually and then I was uh, I went to the thrift store yesterday, and they had a copy of Siphon Filter, so I had to pick it up. Obviously. Yeah, so anyway, that's the end of our show. You will be here next week. I, I will. probably I won't be. I probably won't be here next week. It's possible. I can make it happen. Um, Actually, depending on when I leave... To go to Portland, don't, don't I might like, be able to. Don't try to come on here whenever <laughs> you're like jet lagged as all get out. And... Well, no, 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 no. So I leave next Monday. Oh, okay. So we're going to, so we fly out of Portland at 6 a.m. on Monday morning. You're not going to do the stupid thing where you like try to stay up all night so you can sleep on the plane, are you? No, probably not. No. Uh, okay. Ricky's going to do that. I'm not going to do that. That's a bad idea. I want to experience the... I want to look outside 
and I want to see just blue, and I'm going to try to look for the curve. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> at, at some point, it just drops off, right? That's how. Of that's course. How have, yeah. Yeah, because Earth's flat. The Earth is flat, exactly, because I don't see a curve. <laughs> When you and whenever you get to the edge of the earth, you just it's like Pac Man, you just teleport to the other side. Yes, we we mentioned that on one of our previous podcasts. We did. Uh, that that pod, I remember that podcast name. It was Flat Written Society. <laughs> so if you look, you can actually talk. Well, if you look for that podcast, you will see that there's one called Flat Written Society where we talk about the Pac Man theory. Where you get to the end of the earth and it just brings you back to the other side of the earth. <laughs> Which is not how. Isn't it just easier it to think it's a sphere? Isn't it just. Isn't in science the simplest conclusion <laughs> is usually the correct one? You would think. Uh, anyway, I will see you probably not next week or the week after, but the following week. Don't mess up my podcast. I'll do my best to mess uh, me at uh, uh, I'll do my best. Thank you and goodbye. Bye.